Today, I will be discussing how to create healthy lifestyle habits with Karen Malkin. Karen is our expert on nutrition, lifestyle management, and an integrative approach to establishing positive behavioral change. Karen Malkin's mantra is, food is a powerful tool for transformation. But first, a word from our sponsors, and we'll get right back at it. Sports Medicine Weekly is the sports enthusiast's resource for fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, and treatment. The Sports Medicine Weekly podcast is sponsored by JRF Ortho. JRF Ortho partners with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to jrfortho.org to learn more or sign up to be a tissue donor at donatelife.net. Rush Physical Therapy. The therapists at Rush Physical Therapy are here for you. With more than 60 locations throughout greater Chicagoland, Rush's clinical experts will get you back to life. Go to RushPT.com today to schedule an appointment. Not sure if physical therapy is right for you? Request a complimentary consultation and discover the power of Rush Physical Therapy today. Karen Malkin and Karen Malkin's new Protein Brownie Bar and Superfood Bars, the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's Protein Brownie Bars and Superfood Bars, available on Amazon and at KarenMalkin.com. Karen, welcome to another episode. You are one of my favorite podcast guests because when I'm done, I know it's going to lead to some lifestyle change for me. So I know that our podcast listeners will feel the same way, but I'm going to tax you that during this episode, I want you to help me a bit because what I've learned, especially since New Year's, and I had some of the most basic New Year's resolutions, if you will, and I know and you know that I'm pretty disciplined, but I just continue to sort of wax and wane and have these ideas of things I'd really like to do when it comes to food and exercise and schedule and so forth, but I still continue to feel somewhat off track and mainly because of the, the, I'd say, a balance issue with work, commitments, and so forth. So I'll be looking to you for some of those answers to sort of get me back on track. Despite what I think I know, I'm not as good as I'd like to be. So are you going to be able to help me after this episode? I hope so. Well, tell me a little bit about what's going on. I know in the past we've had this opportunity to talk about how to create healthy lifestyle habits, and um, you are a master at helping us think about behavioral change. So tell me a little bit what's going on and what you're working on with your clients. So I do, I'm a board certified integrative health coach and I help people create the life they desire and the life that they want. And we start with food because what's most important is what's on your fork. Um, and we talk about the seven core areas of your health and your nutrition, exercise, relationship, your spirituality, your connection to yourself, your environment, um, what you're putting in, on, and around your body, and, and also what, how, how is the environment around you, and, and sleep. And it's really all around what goals you have for yourself. So if, you know, if we just get to something really basic, and I think, look, I just know that there's some things that are out of balance. And mm -hmm. you know, they're, not, they're not major, but I'm pretty conscientious. I don't smoke, I drink uh, modestly, you know, socially. Uh, I exercise reasonably regularly, but not enough. Sleep is not great. Stress is probably higher than I uh, admit to, but I do want to get some help. I'm just not smart enough or good enough or don't have the skills to actually make something happen. And I've heard about you. Uh, you have a great uh, website uh, and I can go there. How do I, 
what am I looking for and what does it look like? What would you do for me as far as, you know, the intake and the, some of the processes in place that you can actually help make a difference? Well, other than being all the athletes' best physician, you are also your own best inner physician. And, and we really all are. So I'm going to put it back on you and I'm going to say, okay, Dr. Cole, wave your magic wand. One month, two months, three months from now, what, is your, what does your life look like? What are you doing that's different? So, so you're asking me that, and I'm saying, okay, what do I want it to look like? So it's it's a it's what's is it what's aspirational, or what would I like? What's my aim? What would I like it to be in two to three months from now? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, me? I mean, you sort of said, okay, I'm 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 a little bit stressed. Um, mm-hmm. Probably not exercising as much as I quote should. So that's a real mm-hmm. judgment around what you should or should not be doing. So we can address sure. that sure. as well. Um, you know, you're kind of in your head, right? And, and yeah. we want to get you in your body. And so I want to know, what is your vision? Like, how do you want to feel? What's your life like? Are you, you know, what's your food? What's your diet like? Are you eating less sugar? Are you feeling more vital? Are you feeling like, are, are you having more days off? Are you able to have some more family time? What, like, what does your life look like? What, create that vision yeah. for me. Three months yeah, from so now, I would what's say, life like? Yeah. All right. So that's a great question. So I would say that I would like to have some sense of uh, a, a better balance with uh, fitness, nutri- f- fitness or exercise and nutrition making me feel uh, physically better, defined by feeling um, having more energy, stronger, uh, feeling better in clothes. Uh, uh, and, and I'm going to tell you, I don't think I'm a disaster, but I would tell you these are things that I would like to feel better. Because I know when that stuff is on task, and it relates a lot to maybe having missteps with eating and not being consistently what I think is discipline. Because I listen, you know, when I go to KarenMalkin.com and I look at, you know, you talk a lot about food and, 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 and diet, if you will. I think that I just don't stay on task. So I would like to have more, I don't necessarily need more knowledge. I would like to have more discipline and steps to sort of get me to that point. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can get rid of stress, but I think I'd manage it well. But I would tell you if that first component were in place, that I think that any stress that I perceive that I do have would probably be much more manageable. And the second thing is I would like to sleep better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I would say those are the two main things that if I was interested in improving, and this is sort of wearing it on my sleeve, and maybe you and I are having kind of an intervention here, but I think it, this is good because our podcast listeners could sort of hear real time what, what, how you would approach such a problem. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing you say is physically you want to have more energy, you want to feel stronger, you want to feel leaner in your clothes, you'd like to have more discipline, you'd like to be able to feel empowered to stay on task. And yeah, that's good. you're looking for some better quality sleep. And when you have better quality sleep, sleep that's also going to enhance your workouts because you're going to have more energy. So it's kind of like this vicious cycle. So, you know, again, creating healthy habits, like where are we going to start? And discipline is great, but it's, it's finite, you know, and what, what my goal and as a, as a health coach is through motivational interviewing, I hope to guide you to feel empowered to have that those aha moments within yourself. And so that what it is, is it's really more of inspiration versus motivation. 
because you can, you know, a trainer can like motivate you work harder, 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 but you can only do that for so long. You can only go on a, you know, people go on diets, they lose weight, but after a while, like I can't do this anymore. You know, you just got to let go of the fight. And so we want to try to have that balance, that 80, 20 rule where we can really nourish ourselves with these life core areas, with your relationships, with your sleep, with your family, where you can, you know, where you can, where you can still really enjoy and not feel like you have quite, oh, I, I went off track. I, I lost that. I had, had the cookie because then we start to have all those negative, you know, self-talk. Oh, screw it. I'll just eat the whole bag, but kind of, um, getting out of our own way. You know, how are you, how are you in your own way of accomplishing some of these things that, you know, in your head, I mean, you're a genius, you, you know what to do. So it's, and most of us do know what to do. We just have trouble getting there. And so that's where we have to kind of peel back the layers. When you deal with your clients, what's the primary reason people fail? Because they don't, they're not armed with the skills. They don't have the, the ammunition to do it. Is it, Discipline for whatever that means, because I think those are intrinsically related. But how do you actually get inside an individual's head to say, this is what I need to do with you, not for you, but with you, to get Mm -hmm. you to sort of do what you I heard what you want to do. I I hear what your aspirational goals are two to three months from now. But how do you figure out what the weak link is here that I can't get from A to B? Well, I help them get unstuck. And that's really, okay. we're often stuck. And sometimes that stuck place isn't necessarily a failure. Sometimes it's actually a protective mechanism mm-hmm. and helps us feel safe in where we are right now. And it's almost mm-hmm. safer to not make that health-promoting behavior. So it's really trying to peel back the layers of the onion to f- understand what's inspiring us and really you know you kind of look at the you're at a mall and you look at this map but and it's well, you are here but if you want to go there and we talk about where there is and then we have to figure out those steps that we need to take to get from here to there that are on a scale from one to ten almost a ten that's going to be doable you know how doable is this for you scale from one to 10, how important is this health promoting change for you? And because if you, if it's really important for you to, if you're going to have an exercise goal, let's say, okay, maybe you'll say, I want to work. I want to be in the gym five days a week. Okay. Mm Want to break it down. What, what time would you go to the gym? Well, I'd probably go in the morning, you know, before surgery, I'm six to 7 a.m., Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So which five days? I mean, we'd really break it down to what days of the week, what time you'd be doing this. And then we might have a conversation around, well, what might get in your way at 6 a.m.? Oh, sometimes I do have to do a podcast or sometimes I've, I've got some calls or sometimes we'll have an early surgery so I won't be able to do it. And that often happens. Okay, so is there another time during that day that you'd be able to do it? So I really kind of pin down my client and have them get clear with, you know, real reality, like realistically is the five day week, is that really a goal that we should start with? Or should we start with one day or two days? What's really, really doable and what's very important because I want you to feel success. Like the first thing you said is why do so many people fail? Like we don't, I don't, we want to, the goal is to, is success. And so if we break it down into smaller baby successes, you start to get into these habits and then success builds on more success. Do you, 
you know, I think it's interesting when you look at some programs like uh, maybe it's Weight Watchers or others, there's some level of accountability, right? People check in, they weigh themselves, they report, they keep a journal. I don't know. I'm just, you know, how do you yeah. hold your account? How do you hold your clients accountable? Because you, you, you need to, my guess is you, you start out sort of a, it's like psycho, psychoanalysis at first, trying to get inside the soul or the head of an individual, but then you got to really make something pragmatic and get, get them on task, right? Absolutely. So do you actually work with them to uh, say, okay, you just told me the two days a week that are likely to work, they're not likely to be interrupted. You've told me what you're going to do on those days. So how, how do I make a contract with myself or with you uh, so that there's a level of accountability you know, so that I stick with that goal and I do it in some degree of perpetuity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is the end of our session typically. So my, my first session with a client is anywhere from 90 minutes up to two hours. And it's a confidential intake form. We go through, I, I we go through their supplements, their meds, their sleep, their stress, their life. I want to know what life is like in your shoes. What are your days like? What are your goals? What's most important to you in your life? How do you want to show up? What's your greatest passion? What are you most proud of? Um, wave your magic wand. What is life like for you in three months? How are you feeling? And then we kind of break it down to what health promoting changes you can make. And it could be something, you know, typically it could be something around sleep. It could be some type of mindfulness, a four, seven, eight breath technique. If you're feeling stress, I would likely teach you the four, seven, eight breath. I think I've taught it. I've actually taught it to you before. Yeah, you did. And just yep. kind of help you, you know, get out of that stress physiology so that you can think more clearly and make healthier food choices. Um, and so depending on the end, how the end, end of our session goes, we would, um, I kind of would put it back on you and I would say, okay, you know, Dr. Cole, we talked about, you know, your exercise. We talked about some sleep. We talked about this, you know, tell me what do you want to work on the next two weeks? And they often put it right back to me. Yep. You know, I'm going to do, I want to do the workout Tuesday, Thursday, because we kind of talked about all this in our session. You know, how would that, you know, how does this resonate with you? And kind of let them, let it marinate for a little bit during the, you know, couple hours that we're spending together. And typically my client will come back to me and say, yeah, these are the things I want to do. And, um, and we said, great. And then we check in two weeks later, either for 25 minutes or 50 minute sessions. And the first thing we talk about is, you know, Dr. Cole, tell me what's new and good because they're so quick to say, oh, I had the cookie or, oh, I missed that Tuesday workout. I said I was going to do, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and I didn't do Tuesday. And I want to know what you did do. And so I kind of, I want to shift our conversation to the positive, to the successes, yeah. to the acknowledgements of what I did do well this week. Like, oh yeah, I did eat, you know, two greens with, with both lunch and dinner. And yeah, I did have, you know, three more glasses of water a day. I was doing 64 ounces and, and, don't, and not focus on the fact that we didn't do the Tuesday workout because I want it to be about your successes. And then we just build from there and we talk about what's going well. We talk about what was a struggle and then, you know, I pull from a deep bag of tricks and we try something else. And then we, re we visit, we revisit again in two weeks. What went well? How were those three things we talked about that you wanted to work on? This is not what, this is not an assignment, you know, with, you know, like you're a physician, you, you direct your patients to do something. This is what I want you to do. As a coach, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you do, you, it's kind of a guided approach where the client is at the center 
of his and her own healing and journey. And so I'm just kind of like the guide on the side, you know, tell me how that resonated with you. What do you want to work on? And often by the end of the session, they're like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm going to drink more water. I can do that. I can do the Tuesday, Thursday workouts. I'm going to do the, you know, four, seven, eight breath. And this is the time of day I'm going to do it. And I'm really excited. Can't wait. Yeah. You I mean, know, one of the things you're pointing out is that like that I found particularly helpful with my patients is that a, you know, I, I'll say, do you think you can do this? Mm-hmm. And I want to hear what, I don't know if this is part of your strategy, but I will ask them. And I deal with some uh, weight issues because a lot of arthritic pain, for example, is related to excess body mass. Yeah. And it's not just a load issue. There's actually a bio- biochemical factor that causes inflammation. And I know you've talked a lot about how, you know, there's inflammatory diets and so forth. And truth be told, having excess adipose or fat is actually associated not only with increasing load, in other words, five to seven times at magnification of every pound you and I carry, and I say this to my patients, above my knee is magnified five to seven times at the knee, okay? and mm-hmm. But it's not only that, there's an inflammatory component to it. So if one mm-hmm. has a propensity, for example, for arthritis, um, the inflammation is actually made worse just because of how body composition is. And But I'll ask them, I'll say, what do you, you know, do you think you be, you could be successful? And when they are, one thing I've learned is that if they get a feedback loop, and this is, I, I say this to you because I wonder if you, you know, what you said is you don't reinforce or, to, you know, you reinforce the positive things. You don't mm-hmm. sit and harp on the negative or punish them for the negative things. You try yeah. to help them focus on what they did do, not what they didn't do. And I think that's really important. It's almost like raising a kid when you think about it and, and to, you know, create positive habits in a child. But one of the things that I think seems to be helpful is that logging or documenting what I found is that when someone starts to get success in what they're doing it feeds on itself and it's a positive feedback loop and like hey I can actually do this and it gets it gets much more uh, uh, their habits are much more indoctrinated into daily daily activities because they actually see that they're successful at doing what they're doing I think the hardest part is that until they see that they feel like they're sort of floundering. They're not getting anywhere. They're, they're in a circle. And until they get something, even if it's small, that shows, hey, this is actually making a difference, it can be very tough to keep someone engaged. Have you, have you mm-hmm. found that? And is that part of the process? Yeah. So what I do when a client is really stuck on like something like exercise or nutrition, I try to pull from their strengths in other areas of their lives. So if it's, um, you know, I had a client that was extremely organized and detailed in her work and very successful in that way, couldn't seem to get the meal plan down, couldn't seem to organize her, you know, her schedule so that she can make a grocery list, figure out days that she'd go to the grocery store so she would actually have health, healthy foods in the refrigerator. Yet she has all these other strengths in other areas, managing her family, managing her, you know, this business. And so we tried to take these strengths of hers and pull it into her nutrition. So I try to tie, tie them in to from other areas of their life where they actually do have that strength where they can do it so they can realize like yeah i can yeah i can do this and also you know it's like when we talked about getting stuck how do we get in our in our own way you know with food you know food is you know food is um emotional and and we eat often for emotional reasons because we are emotional people and food is delicious food is tastes good. I mean, I know personally when I'm overwhelmed, you know, suck on some chocolate, I'm happier. I'm more relaxed and it works. But if I have too much, I can't sleep. And so we talk about, 
you know, having too much of those things and understanding that food is sometimes the solution and not the problem. And then, you know, we get into the areas of creating this nourishment menu. What else nourishes your soul besides these cookies? Besides, this? we don't have a Ben and Jerry's ice cream problem. It's typically this other stressors in our life. And it could be relationships that we're not sleeping. You know, sometimes it's sleep apnea is a huge issue with, you know, sleep with weight, with weight. Um, management and, you know, our exercise. And so there's, there's so many other things we, there's so many other areas of our health we have to kind of address to see what's getting us stuck here. And let let me ask you a question. A lot of times you're, you know, the psychology is very complex and people are trying to, if their goal, for example, is to create positive, you know, healthy, healthy lifestyle habits that, you know, that are going to stick. I have to imagine that, you know, you're, coming across clients who have maybe a bit of depression or anxiety mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, maybe, you know, bordering on sort of medical diagnoses. Um, how do you, how do you manage that? In, you know, you, it sounds like you're able to provide a insight, right? So in terms of the nature of the problem, you can help them set goals early on by doing your intake. Sounds like you're able to provide your clients with uh, tools to do this, breathing mm-hmm. techniques. Uh, maybe it's uh, menu planning, uh, things to eliminate, and uh, then even struck some structure as to when how they can allocate or manage their time, right? I would mm-hmm. have to imagine that's going to be part of this, correct? Mm-hmm. So then you have a situation where there's maybe some underlying depression or anxiety or other. How are you able to get at that to say, look, there's some other things going on here that might be obstacles to successful integration to, to create these health style habits that actually stick? Well, if there was, if they were not already seeing a licensed therapist, I would definitely refer out and ask, you know, what are their self-care and, you know, I I would directly ask them if they're seeing a therapist and how are they working through some of these challenges that they've shared with me? Because therapists will go, you know, back through childhood and do cognitive behavioral therapy. And, and I work from the present moving forward. And so it's really goal related. And if the goal is to feel happier, feel less stressed, feel less depressed, we can talk about exercise and how it helps to boost mood and give some of the scientific um, data on what exercise does for mood and for your serotonin receptors and, you know, what you can do to help boost mood and combat low mood and talk about sleep and food, foods for mood. So I would, you know, I work, I stay within my wheelhouse, but obviously if they're not, you know, I I would refer out to a therapist if they weren't already seeing somebody. How many, uh, for, for me to develop, you know, I, I, I have a fair amount of insight. I've, you know, I've tried this, I've done it, but for me to, you know, sort of develop these healthy lifestyle habits, right? Or healthier, mm-hmm. we'll say. Um, what would it, Let's just outline what it would look like as far as the time commitment. Would it be done virtually? Uh, would we be on video? Uh, would, would be, what would I, we would have an intake. We would have subsequent sessions. And then is it maintenance? And would you provide me with tools to actually make this happen? Yes, for all of it. So we would typically okay. do, I have an office in Glencoe, so I meet people in person, or we do sessions over Zoom. And starts with the confidential intake form, which we which we go over. I also provide a vision map, which I'm happy to provide for all of your listeners. They can email support at karenmalkin.com and I'll send 
I'll send you all the vision map, which is was really a life-changing exercise for me. And um, some of my core areas, sheets to fill out and have discussions around. And then our, our, then our maintenance sessions are usually, it's usually every two weeks. Sometimes people want to meet with me every week, but typically it's every two weeks. And it's, again, it's client guided. So sometimes my clients really can make some changes very quickly. So it's a few sessions, maybe three sessions. And then they'll say, okay, Karen, I think I'm doing great right now. Let me, let's reach out in a month. And then we'll reach out in a month and, you know, still going on track. And then maybe we'll say, okay, let's reach out in two months or maybe three months. So it's kind of um, mutually agreed upon, but really the client will sort of decide what the what he or she needs to um, for support. But they typically really appreciate the accountability because they know they have somebody who loves them up and somebody who's holding them accountable. And they know that when we have these meetings that I'm going to ask, you know, what went well, how did these three strategies go, you know, two, two to four strategies go. And I think they feel really empowered, you know, when they see the success, it's, it's, it's incredible when they realize like how many, how many health promoting changes they've already made and really help people focus on the positives. Let's, let's finish a little bit on, uh, uh, on food, because I will tell you that, uh, for me, I remember when I first started this, you know, years ago, um, I, I felt like I needed something to sort of, I guess, get me jump-started. I needed something that was going to uh, give me something meaningful. And I felt like I had to actually maybe not suffer, but I had to give my body a little bit of a shock. Uh, so that's when I did uh, uh, your 14-day transformation. I know you're still doing these. It was really easy because it was sort of 14 days in a box, if you will. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do a lot. Uh, there are all kinds of these, you know, programs that are out there and so forth. But I found this to be particularly manageable. And for someone who is thinking about initiating these healthy lifestyle habits and, you know, they, they have goals, I found it really useful just to say, look, I'm going to start from, you know, this. let's assume this is the worst I am right now for now. I want to do this 14-day transformation. And I did it. And it was at the time when Steve Cashel and I were on uh, ESPN on uh, terrestrial radio he and i both did it and it was very very meaningful in fact i still do i still have some of the same things still get uh that, that i had back then that have you know been become lifestyle change but tell me and our listeners uh to this episode a little bit about what this 14-day transformation is and how it could sort of i guess jump start things for lack of a better term to initiate this process yeah so the 14-day transformation and i have three of them i think you've done I think you've done two of the three. I don't think you've done the yes. toxin takedown yet. Yeah. But, but the 14-day transformation, the foundations, is the best place to start, especially if you're new working with me, because it really does jumpstart your metabolism. It helps you create new habits. Each day for probably about 17 days, about 5, 5 a.m., you get an email from me with a topic of the day. Maybe one day will be about protein, then fats, carbs, uh, self-care, sleep, interval training. But it's, it's so I give you a piece of the science of nutrition. And then I sort of end with a bit about eating psychology and self-care and really how you can nurture yourself and make these two weeks about you. It's clearing your schedule for some you time and really letting go of gluten, dairy, sugar, um, minimizing coffee. Green tea is a great substitute because it's also a good metabolism burner. And it's really 
about you and it's about giving yourself what you need. And some of these diet programs, if you sort of go off track a little bit, you kind of got to go back to square one. And my strategy is like, hey, if you went off track, let's talk about it. What was, what were those cravings in the moment? Because we're not, we do, we do eliminate cocktails and alcohol. And many clients I've spoken with who have done this, who said, you know, I really had to like reassess my relationship with alcohol. I wasn't quite sure I'd be able to make it the 14 days, but I did. And, you know, what do I do? I said, well, make yourself a beautiful mocktail and still have something in your hand and think about the emotion just before you want to have that drink of what it is that you're craving. Is it to feel relaxed? And so possibly hold a pretty mocktail of sparkling water with some mint and a lime in your hand, take a few deep breaths and try to be that person, feel that feeling, but without the alcohol. And understanding your cravings, like when you start to add in some of these leafy greens and more vegetables, which it's very highly plant-based, 50% of your plate should be colors. The first thing I hear from people when we do our, our wrap-up call after two weeks is, number one, their skin looks great. Everybody, I think 99% say my skin's glowing, but their cravings mm-hmm. have changed. And when they're eating so many vegetables and fruits and all these nutrient-dense foods, they, they just your cravings naturally subside. And so people lose weight. They have more energy. Their, their brain fog is completely lifted. They feel amazing. And oftentimes, they want to continue for another two weeks. So it's it's a really great jump, jump start. And actually now in the spring is like the best time to do a, a cleanse like this because, I mean, this is like nature's birthing season. This is when all the greens are beginning to bloom. This is when our allergies are sometimes at a high. We're much more congested because it's a wet season and nature is providing all these drying foods with the greens and the farmer's markets. So... You know, this is a you know spring. Spring is a great time to really try to do a jump start after all the, you know, healthy uh, after all the more fatty foods from winter and it's more heavily um, oils and fats and meats and potatoes and we're kind of hunkering down in the winter and now is the time to kind of get out and blossom. Uh, pretty inspiring. I will tell you that I frequently go to your website because I'll I order your uh, your bars, which I still love, and a great <laughs> snack, and um, I feel like I'm doing something good. <laughs> and um, so I think it's uh, as you say, spring. It's like housekeeping. Maybe I think it's time to do another detox, 14 day transformation. So that's that was pretty. It made it. It was it was pretty easy to do. It was enough structure that I didn't have to think about it. So uh, for me, um, you know. I would do it again. And I assume it's sort of like ordering in a box, right? Like everything will be there for me to do it. I won't have to go out into different places to get this stuff. For me, it has to be convenient. Well, I give you a wellness bag with, uh, you know, some protein shakes for the morning, uh, the pro- superfood bars for your snack. And then for the food, it's literally protein, veggies, fruits, nuts, seeds, nut butters, healthy fats. Right. And so you can right. eat all of that, three meals, maximum one snack. We don't want to be grazing all day. It's a, it's a yeah. three meals a day. And there's no calorie counting. There's no portion control. I mean, you can eat. People feel really good. Well, uh, those of you who are interested in not just the 14-day transformation, but to talk about healthy lifestyle habits, I would go to KarenMalkin.com. So, Karen, thank you for uh, spending the time with me today. I always learn something. I think I have some next steps. My, my Honestly, my next step is... Uh, 
probably to uh, firm up a schedule. Even, you know, I realize you and I didn't have a total intervention, but it's to firm up a schedule and lock and load on something that makes myself accountable that nobody can touch uh, that part of the schedule. Uh, for me, I think that's a big part of it, but I'm also interested, mm-hmm. as I said, doing a 14, tr- jump starting again for the, with the 14 day transformation. So if you enjoyed this uh, episode, uh, please find us on social media, including Instagram, Twitter and Facebook or visit us at sportsmedicineweekly.com. And again, if you want more information about uh, creating healthy lifestyle habits that stick, go to karenmalkin.com and uh, look forward uh, to our next episode on Sports Medicine Weekly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please find us on social media, including Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit us at sportsmedicineweekly.com. Remember, all net proceeds go to support research at Rush University Medical Center and the Department of Orthopedics. The Sports Medicine Weekly podcast is sponsored by Vericell. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit www.vcell.com. That's V-C-E-L.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. To be your best, you start with best practices. Eat better, grow stronger, reach higher. At Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Their work is what best practices are built upon. They're a team of leading physicians with the highest level of experience and training, prolific researchers delivering pioneering breakthroughs, orthopedic experts that other orthopedic specialists and their patients come to when they need individualized care. Get it done right the first time at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Visit rushortho.com slash the best to learn more.